match, man. You know the fuck that nigga. Play on me, man. <laughs> Alright, fuck it, let's get it. Yeah, sir. What's poppin' with y'all, man? Welcome back to another motherfucking episode of the Thin Line Between Genius and Insanity Podcast. I am the flyest, highest, coolest, smoothest host of them all. Oh, gee! Hatch, man, you know the fuck it is, man. What's up with the people? <laughs> all around the world. <laughs> What's up with y'all, man? How the fuck is y'all doing? I hope y'all out there looking good, feeling good, staying safe. It's a whole lot of shit going on in these churches, man. I tell you that shit each and every motherfucking week. I want to say shouts to everybody around the world that's tapped in joining the conversation, man. I truly appreciate all the love and support, man. Let's keep building this empire. Brick by motherfucking me. Brick, man. <laughs> Episode 88, man. We're on the grind of 100. This shit don't stop for a motherfucking saw. I tell you that shit each and every motherfucking week, man. This shit will not stop, man. The grind of 100 has been long as fuck. I can't lie to you. It's, 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 it's rapidly approaching. I got I got things in mind I want to have in, in store for you guys by the time we reach episode 100. That shit is coming pretty motherfucking fast, bro. The goal of this podcast was just to reach 100 episodes straight. We damn near there. And I'm be honest with you. I don't know if the next goal going to be to do another 100 episodes straight. That's a bit much. <laughs> that is a bit much. That shit is stressful on my fucking... That shit brings so much stress on me, but y'all just don't understand, stand, bro. To make sure that I come here each and every week to come here and get out great content... It's stressful as fuck. So I, I tip my hat to all content creators who's been doing this shit for a much longer period than me. We were coming close on two years. So this shit is, this shit is growing, man. This is becoming my damn everyday life. So I want to say once again, shout out to everybody that's tapped in, joining the motherfucking conversation, man. No matter if it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Anchor, Audio, Mac. You watch us on the OG Hash YouTube, uh, OG Hash TV YouTube channel. What up? Ring that bell, subscribe, drop a like, comment, all that good shit, man. Go subscribe to the motherfucking channel. Um, and also, we are doing live streams. This is the second uh, live stream going ahead. Are you going to break your weed fast? But I don't know if I'm going to stop. I don't know. 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 Don't question. <laughs> no questions. <laughs> I don't know. The comment says, am I going to? Let me sort of pull up on the screen for you guys. Comment says, are you going to break your weed fast uh, for 420? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I haven't even thought about smoking. That's the crazy part about this whole not smoking shit. Like, before when I stopped smoking, I used to fucking, you know what I'm saying, like think about that shit, like actively be thinking like, damn, should I go buy me a month of me eighth real quick just to get it out the way? But I can honestly say I haven't even thought about smoking. So am I going to break my, you know, my, uh, my weed break for 420? I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, I doubt it, but you know what I mean? We will see because that 420 is a goddamn Christmas for weed smokers. <laughs> so I might, I don't know, but we will see. I haven't even thought about it, but. You know what I'm saying? When that time comes, who knows? I may stumble my ass to a dispensary and buy a quarter or something. <laughs> I may get back on my bullshit. <laughs> I may do that. Um, but it's a lot of shit on the motherfucking docket. It's a whole lot of shit on the docket. Um, since the last time you guys saw me, uh, before I get into the motherfucking docket, um, I not, nothing super crazy has happened in my life, but I did have a proud big brother moment. I kind of hinted at it last week on last week's episode, but my little brother helped him move into his apartment, man. I'm not going to lie. You know, you have those. I can only imagine how parents feel because I don't have any kids, obviously. I can only imagine how parents feel. But I was nervous for my little brother, yo. <laughs> I 
like growing up watching him, seeing him fall off the bed, hit his head at least a hundred motherfucking times. I was nervous. I thought the little nigga was gonna be fucked up. <laughs> now he had his stumbles across the way, you know, in his journey becoming a young man. Um, but I can honestly say the young man that he is right now, this shit is fucking phenomenal. I ain't gonna lie to you. This shit is fucking phenomenal. I had a proud big brother moment, have helping him move into his new apartment and shit like that, man. It, it, it was big. I'm not even gonna lie, it was pretty motherfucking big. He in a nice place. His place down there on down there on the same level with mine, if not better than mine. He got a view of the mountains and shit like that. Little nigga doing night. <laughs> Little niggas doing all right, you know, and I'm very proud of that. Um, but besides that, nothing much is really motherfucking having my personal life. I've just been hitting the gym like crazy nine to uh, six days out the motherfucking week. I think that's the main reason why I haven't really thought about smoking as I got this comment still up on the screen. I've really just been hitting the gym like, at least six days out the week, going crazy, doing shit that I, I never thought I'd be motherfucking doing in the motherfucking gym. And that's really been keeping my mind at ease, keeping my mind off other shit. And I really just been feeling more vibrant lately. So I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep doing that, and like I said, we will see about me smoking on four motherfucking twenty. Um, but it's the last show on the motherfucking docket, as I mentioned. But we gotta get into the Brooklyn subway shooting. We gotta get into uh, who they arrested for that shit. They got a possible suspect arrested for that. Um, it's a sad tragedy that happened, but luckily nobody has died at this point in time. But we gotta get into that motherfucking story. We gotta get into some freaky deaky. How far is too far when it comes to role play? Come on now. <laughs> That shit has been a, a big topic going around. It's a lot of niggas right now talking about they role playing, uh, you know what I'm saying, with activities and shit like that. Now, I've role played before, but we're going to get into how far it's too motherfucking far. We got to get into the top surgery trends going on on TikTok right now. I'm slowly but surely starting to understand why exactly they're taking, they want the ban TikTok in the first place. And I'm starting to think Kanye West had a motherfucking point by not having his kids on TikTok. We got to get into the motherfucking top surgery trend that's going on right now. We got to get into who pissed God off. Why does STDs exist? <laughs> Who pissed him off? Like, what, what was that young woman's name, God? <laughs> what the fuck was her name? Also, I want to get into a case that I came across that happened years ago. My senior year of high school back in 2013, there was a case that went around, the Philip Chisholm's case. I got to talk about that, bro. I'm just now finding out about it, and it's some wild-ass shit, so I got to get into that. We got to get into porn stars having personality. We got to get into Benzino having a fucking midlife crisis, allegedly. And also, we got to get the NBA tournament, man. What is it really motherfucking giving? A uh, whole lot of shit, as you can motherfucking see. But let's go ahead and start off with the whole Brooklyn subway shooting, man. I feel like that's the biggest news that's going on right now. I feel like everybody's talking about that. It's one of those things that it, it, it's sad as fuck to see. But it is something I got to touch on because I've talked about this. I hinted at this, you know, a couple episodes ago about how we're starting to see more of these terroristic attacks that's happening in America being done by African-Americans. Shit is kind of crazy because growing up, you never really attached those things to African-Americans. But lately, that's who the fuck has been doing this shit. Obviously, you still got the white folks doing white folks shit. But now black folks are doing white folks shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> um, Let's get into it. The Brooklyn subway shooting. Um, If you don't know, if you've been living under a rock, if you don't know, uh, on the subway yesterday uh, in Brooklyn, um, there was a mass shooting that went take that took place. Luckily, as of right now, there's no reported casualties. They did say at least 10 people were shot. Um, I do have it up on. Let me read this to you so I can see. It says, uh, they arrested the suspect, Frank James, 62-year-old Frank James. Uh, it's kind of sad as fuck to hear about it because from everything that I gather, I got a, little, I got a description going down at the bottom. Um, he's been hit and charged with a federal uh, terror-related offenses over the in-train bloodshed. Uh, he brought smoke bombs and other fireworks. On uh, June 20, he bought this shit over a year ago. On June 21st, 
well, damn near a year ago, I should say, on June 21st, he bought all this shit. He bought all this at the Phantom Fireworks and Raxine County and fucking Wisconsin. Um, and to the receipt of his purchase, that in the post, and James purchased this, uh, six containers uh, smoke bombs. He lit off at least two of them. And he also shot um, over 36 rounds, I believe, from a nine millimeter semi-automatic hitting 10 people. It's a, it was it was a planned, calculated attack. And the really re the real reason why I want to bring it up is because there's been so much disturbing footage that was released about that was uh, led up to this man doing this. But prior to this incident, that it really shines a light on hatred and racism and the evils that lie within our country. You know, this man, 62 years old, he can't use an excuse of age and no bullshit like that. This is a grown ass, old ass fucking man. And I do want to send my condolences to all the victims who's been in, who to um, who was affected by this. All of the ten victims who was hurt. I do think they say it's three in critical condition. Uh, I want to send all my prayers and condolences to all those people because they were innocent bystanders trying to get from point A to point motherfucking B. And when you hear it, when you see this shit going on, you and you and you slowly but surely see all these videos coming out that led up to this man doing this and the shit he was talking about on, on YouTube and on his live videos and shit like that. It really takes me, it, it, it makes me take a step back and it's like, why do motherfuckers have hate in their heart? Like, I'm a nigga, I, I dislike people. Don't get it twisted. It's it's a few motherfuckers I dislike. I just said fuck Magic Johnson last week. But you would never, you would never find me in a place to where I want to cause harm on innocent people. You would never see me in a place to where I want to, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I can find justification for people doing such acts. And with this man doing this shit and then the videos coming out of him Going on race, racial, um, racial rants about fucking Asians. You know what I'm saying about Mexicans. Uh, of course, white people. It's like, yo, my nigga, you need to slow the fuck down. It's never that bad to where you gotta go how on racial rants about motherfuckers, and then that's taking that's only level one. Once you take that, you start taking action and shit like that. You're fucking crazy. You need to be fucking done to purchase six cans of smoke bombs. Come on, my nigga. Like you're wilding the fuck out to walk in the subway with a gas mask. You're wilding the fuck out. This is a premeditated terrorist attack. And I know at first when the news broke that they didn't want to label it as a terrorist attack. Fuck that. I don't need I don't need to hear the words terrorist attack for me to identify a terrorist motherfucking attack. When you letting off smoke bombs and fireworks and shooting fuck random people in the subway, you're a terrorist. You deserve every punishment that a motherfucker from overseas that came over and did that shit would do, if not fucking worse. And it, and, it, and it blows my mind because the news cycle is so the news cycle is so weird. Because I can honestly say, if I wasn't watching the fucking play in yesterday, the Brooklyn Nets versus uh, uh Cleveland Cavaliers, I wouldn't even known about this shit. The simple fact I was watching the NBA game, and of course it went. Uh, it happened on the uh, Brooklyn subway. They had to talk about the shit prior to the Brooklyn Nets game. So that's how I found out about the shit. I didn't find out from other people hitting me up telling me about this. I didn't find out about this shit coming down my news feed on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Nobody said anything about this. I found about I found out about this shit from motherfucking me, uh, uh, Ernie Johnson and them, like. It's so wild how the news cycle really fucking works. But when you sit back and you just peep game about how motherfuckers is moving out here, this shit is weird. Like, that shit is weird. And it, and it gets more disturbing 
each fucking video that you see about this man, he did on his on his YouTube channel, I believe, or or Instagram Live, he did talking about his, the shit he going through in his personal life. He 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 never listed anything that justified even buying a fucking gun. This nigga was mad about work. This nigga was mad about his hours at work. <laughs> like this nigga was mad about his pay. He was mad about the, 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 the most simplest common shit that everybody goes through. And it led to this nigga doing this. Now, the more shocking thing that came out of all this is that they actually arrested this nigga. Usually we see niggas getting killed for far less. You see niggas getting choked out for selling cigarettes. Rest in peace. You see niggas getting choked out for a alleged tw fake $20 bill. Rest in peace. You see niggas getting killed and shot. Fucking going to buy us, us uh, um, Skittles and motherfucking me British tea. Rest in peace. But this the nigga that get walked in cuffs. Like, do, do, do y'all understand why I become on this podcast so pissed off? Like, this is the nigga. If, if there was ever a nigga, <laughs> if there was ever a nigga that deserved to get two hot ones in the chest, this guy. <laughs> this guy. Now, I'm not justifying niggas be dying, but when you killing and shooting innocent motherfuckers, you gotta go, brother. <laughs> there's no, there's no fair trial for you. I gotta keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? It truly is sad. Only oh, see the live comments, see the comments, see the comment. What we got? One, now it's real shit. This nigga gotta go. <laughs> like this is the nigga that really has to fucking go. Like I, I don't want to see this nigga get a fair trial. The, the people that was trying to get from point A to point B get a fair fucking. You know what I'm saying? They get a fair opportunity. Fuck no. They didn't even know you, nigga. You wasn't even from New York. This nigga was from, from Wisconsin. This nigga drove his fat, big head ass from Wisconsin all the way to Brooklyn to do this? Like, most niggas go to New York to see the fucking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Madison Square Garden. You know what I'm saying? They want to see the big apple, the city, the big ass rats, the big ass piece of uh, pizza or something. You went to New York for this? Come on, G. Like, nah, this nigga gotta go. And it just, like I said, it really takes me back because, you know, I try to be naive to certain shit. You know, so let me get, hold on, let me get this, this topic off the screen. I try to be naive to certain shit. You know, as a black man in America, you know there's hatred out there. You know there's motherfucking me racism. You know that niggas is bigots. You know it's some weird, fucked up people in this world. But as you try, as a black man speaking for myself, Thinking about shit like that all day, you can find yourself being really fucking depressed. I'm already depressed as it is. Anxiety, attacks and shit like that. You try to just think positive. You try to think of, you try to give people the benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? And when you start, when you see all this shit coming out, and it's, it's, it's like it's more common now. You see more fucking people coming out with, with hatred in their heart. And everybody got a smartphone, they're recording themselves saying all this wild ass shit. And it just makes me feel more comfortable staying at home, G. I don't, I, I don't feel comfortable being out in, in public environments anymore because this shit is going down everywhere. I live in Phoenix, man. This shit is going down out here too. It was just niggas up at um, uh, what's that Westgate? All my people that's tapped in from AZ. What was that Westgate? Well, what was that a few years ago, like last year or some shit, where a nigga let off some shots in the parking lot? Like I don't even feel comfortable going out in public no more because. These motherfuckers is everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And it just and it's sad to see. It truly is motherfucking sad to see. So we say, let me let me put this on the screen for you. Oh, this gotta be my nigga Savage. This nigga said chunk. <laughs> this gotta be my nigga Savage. Chunk, something ain't right. They're definitely making it obvious that it's that ethnicity thing. It, I mean, it is. Like some, some is fucked up. 
something's truly motherfucking fucked up. And I mean, like, we we getting to a point to where, you know, like I said, it's starting to become it's more and more black people doing this shit. And you know, growing up, that wasn't you didn't hear this shit. You didn't see this shit. Our the main thing we could lean on is black folks to be like, all the shit we done been through, nigga, 400 years ago, we was a slave, y'all that slave shit, they, they killed our ancestors. We ain't picking up guns, shooting motherfuckers. We can't say that no more. <laughs> we cannot say that no more. It all started when I came on this podcast probably 40 episodes ago. And I talked about the little dude who was up at school getting jumped. He pulled out a motherfucking me AK. What the fuck? I had to bring it up then. But then you slowly but surely start seeing more and more black people losing their fucking noggin. Like niggas is going crazy. And I, just, I, I there's no, there's never a time in my mind where I would actually understand why people take this route. I, I never will. There's no justification for it. Niggas like this need to be put under the motherfucking uh, jail cell, bro. Real motherfucking talk. And once again, I want to say all my prayers and condolences. I hope all you guys pull through. I hope everybody who got shot, who was a victim of that assault, pulls through. Like I said, I'm, it's luck. is fucking blowing my mind and nobody died from the shit. Right now, it's, I think it's said three people in critical condition, but it's blowing my mind that there is no casualties, DOAs, you know, some dead on arrival type shit. It's blowing my mind. And sometimes, you know, niggas that do shit like this want to be remembered for something. And a lot of times they really not. But niggas that do this, they main motive is because their life is so fucked up and they so depressed and sad about some bullshit that they want to be remembered for something. They want to bring people down and be remembered for something. And the simple fact that nobody died so far from this, hopefully we can get this nigga out of sketching out of human history. Get this nigga out. Nigga, he never even existed. It'd just be a, a moment in time that we, we, we remember. But this nigga, wasn't name Frank James? Fuck him. Die slow. Fuck you with an A's dick, you fat bitch. You gots to go. <laughs> you gots to motherfucking go. Real motherfucking talk. Um, Moving on. And as more, as more information that comes out about this case, I will update you guys just because the nigga just got arrested today. They just took his, his ass in custody. He was walking the streets like nothing fucking happened. It's so as more information comes out about this case, I will, you know, say so come on and update y'all with that shit, man. Real talk. Uh, but I do want to move on. You know, it's been a lot of motherfucking talk going on lately. Niggas been niggas been openly talking about their role play bag. And I gotta be honest, I've never been one to want to admit that I did some shit like this. Cause I've only did like once or twice, you know what I mean? I only did it a few times. Oh, well, we got let's see the let's see the live comment. Hold on. Chunk, those humans are slowly losing their mind, all colors. But yeah, this is your boy. <laughs> oh, nigga, look, when you said Chunk, nigga, I knew it was you, Savage, man. Shout out to my boy Savage, man. He was on the episode, man. He brought him onto the podcast. That's one of my favorite episodes, by the way, man. When, I, when we get into phase two, bro, I got to bring you on here. Real motherfucking talk. We got to do phase two as well. Update with you and all that good shit, man. I see you doing your, your personal trainer shit. You killing that shit, bro. You motivated me from thousands of miles away, B. <laughs> um, real talk. But these humans are losing, slowly losing their mind, bro. And I don't know, I don't know what it is, man. I truly don't know what the fuck it is. To me, there's so many things out there now that can take your mind off certain shit that it should be easier for people to, to be more comfortable with what they're going through in life. But it seems like it's just getting worse, my nigga. I ain't gonna lie to you. But I do want to talk about this freaky deaky shit. <laughs> um, you know, I've only done role play once or twice in my life. And 
I've never been one to openly talk about the shit because I'm a real nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm a real ass nigga. But lately, man, these last couple of days, there's been a lot of niggas coming out talking about they role play bad. You got old boy Channing from the pivot, you know what I'm saying, doing Ryan Clark. Uh, you got mother, he he said he was, he liked to be a cat. He liked to, he liked to act like a straight cat for his girl. Like he do, he do the whole purring shit. He lick, he lick milk out the bowl shit. He said he really get into character with this shit. And I was like, he was saying this shit to Taylor Rooks, a baddie, a straight baddie. I told y'all about Taylor fucking Rooks, a baddie. He was saying this to a baddie. And I'm sitting there like, okay, I've done role play. I was a firefighter though. Like I ain't, I, ain't, I, I I'm still a man. <laughs> I'm still a man. <laughs> I was a firefighter. Like let me let me come in and say the cat, baby. <laughs> let me say that cat. <laughs> That's what that was my bag. You know what I'm saying? We was smoking. It was a little smoky in the room. <laughs> I, I fit the character perfect. Now. This nigga being a being a fucking straight cat is wild. This is a 40-year-old motherfucking man being a straight cat. Hold on, let me. <laughs> what do you say? Hey, Trump, stop the man. It's role players on a whole different level. <laughs> I don't know niggas that do that. Real motherfucking talk. Like, but I'ma say this. I've been a firefighter. But you go, you can only go so far with a firefighter. You know, you come on with a motherfucking me with a vest on. You say a little corny ass line like. I say that cat, baby. Then you get the fucking. <laughs> I'm not experienced with this whole role play shit. I only know a few women that actually dive into that bag. But for a 40 year old man to be on his back porch acting like a fucking straight cat to get some pussy is wild. <laughs> that is wild. At that point in time, you're not even a man for getting that pussy no more. That pussy don't count. You don't. You you don't even get credit. You can't put that in your black book. <laughs> This nigga said a firefighter. Real talk. Hey, look. Try that shit. Try that shit. <laughs> she gonna love it. Now, the only time it really blew my... The only time I had to put a stop to this shit, like real shit, is when old girl wanted me to role play. Like, nigga, I gave mistaken for. Like, when she was like, I want you to be Cam Newton. Bitch, what? <laughs> now, you, now, you, now you crossing the motherfucking line. Right, you want me to be Cam Newton. Bitch. <laughs> You got me fucked up. You got a crush on Cam. <laughs> Every time I walk around outside, bro, motherfuckers send me I look like Cam Newton. I don't look like Cam fucking Newton. So when I'm trying to get intimate with a woman, she said, I want you to be Cam Newton. What you want me to do? Put on a fucking helmet? Put on a fucking football? Some, some thigh pads? What the fuck you want me to do to be Cam fucking Newton? <laughs> she want to fuck Cam. <laughs> on me, she want to fuck Cam. She want to fuck Cam Newton. Nah, I can be a police officer. I can be a motherfucking me firefighter. I can be a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? I'll be a judge. I will judge that pussy. But I'm not finna be any nigga specific. I'm not finna be any nigga specific. You wanna be Cam Newton. Oh, be Dwayne Wade. How the fuck I'm be Dwayne Wade? <laughs> that nigga 6'4 can jump out the fucking gym. How the fuck am I gonna be Dwayne motherfucking Wade, bitch? <laughs> but that's what the fuck is going on. But I'm, I'm going to take y'all even further. Because, yeah, Channing wanted to be a cat. But so I, I came across some shit today from Mano. We all know Mano, right? The rapper. What was this? High hater. Bye hater. High, that nigga Mano. He's supposed to be a gangster from New York. And I'm not questioning that nigga's gangster. 
But he's supposed to be a gangster from New fucking York. This nigga had a case of being around women and talking. You know how niggas get around women and when sexual stuff come up, you got that one homeboy that get a little too comfortable. Yeah, that's Mayno. <laughs> that's fucking Mayno. Mayno went on the uh, Lip Service podcast, I believe it was, with uh, Angela Yee, and she's on there with other female hosts and shit like that. He got into his role play bag. Now, this shit right here takes the fucking cake. This nigga role play bag. No homo, by the way. Jesus Christ. I'm talking about other niggas role play bag. But this nigga's role play bag is, 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 is a mix between sick <laughs> and fucking flat out stupid. This nigga role play, he wanted to be a slave. A, a, a slave, a disobedient slave. A real, you seen Django. He wanted to be a disobedient slave and to where his, his woman will literally whip him and shit. There's nothing sexy about that, babe. You're not finna whip me and think I'm not finna cop an attitude. You're not finna mark up my body and think I'm not finna be mad. Dick is not hard no more. My fucking biceps is hard, bitch. You dare to finish your fucking block knocked off. <laughs> like, but for Mayno to really want to be a slave to get some, but prior to getting some pussy, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. How in the world do you think you being in the mind of a slave from back in the day is 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 arousing? How how was that? How is that getting you in the mood, my G? Like, I, he can't be a gangster no more. I'm sorry. He cannot be a gangster anymore. There's nothing. I don't care about how many licks you done hit. I don't care about how many niggas you done stabbed, shanked, shot, jumped. You know what I'm saying? Snatched that chain. I don't care about none of that. That shit is null and void. When you take the steps of being a fucking slave, in your role play bag, picking cotton and shit. No, nah, <laughs> nah. You, 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 you crossed the line, my friend. But that's what niggas is doing. Like this in twenty twenty two, niggas is coming real. Niggas is getting real open and honest about their role play bag, and it's, it's some of the wildest shit in the world. It makes me want to stop. <laughs> it makes me want to stop. I've been a firefighter. I ain't. I ain't never been a nigga. A nigga specifically. And that damn sure ain't never been a slave to some shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's really motherfucking crazy if I if I must say so my motherfucking self. <laughs> it truly is crazy. But for all niggas that's tapped in join this conversation, pause. <laughs> Let me get the pause out there for y'all start thinking I'm tripping. But I do say, man, when you find a chick who's actually into that role play shit, that's probably gonna be some of the best ass you got ever. I ain't I ain't gonna cap with you. That probably be some of the best ass you get ever. Cause she she a freak for fucking real, but she really gonna take it there. <laughs> she really gonna fucking take it there, my nigga. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh moving on. You know, this next topic, man, is 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 it's kind of crazy, fam. You know, I've told y'all how I created TikTok a few weeks ago for the for the um, for the podcast and things like that. And slowly but surely, my TikTok is professional, but one click away from being some of the nastiest shit you ever seen in your motherfucking life. My TikTok be popping. I never knew that other like 
you get different versions of TikTok by whoever fucking account you under. I thought everybody was seeing the shit that I was seeing on TikTok. All you see, all I see is ass and titties on TikTok. That's all I fucking see. And I was like, why the fuck was the government trying to stop this? Why the fuck was Kanye West mad about this? But I'm starting to understand exactly why motherfuckers was mad about this TikTok shit. And this next topic is kind of fucking crazy. There's a trend going on on TikTok right now, and it's the top surgeries uh, trend. Now, you're probably sitting back like, what the fuck is a top surgery? I didn't know what the fuck top surgery was my damn self. But this top surgery trend is literally people who went and got their, uh, you got women who got their titties removed. You got uh, men who got their pecs and shit removed. There's like some got scars, some don't got scars. But the trend is motherfuckers like getting rid of they boo, they titties and shit. And they showing that shit on TikTok. And it's and it's wild because this is the moment I understood what Kanye was talking about. Because this shit is just open for anybody to see. There's kids coming across this trend of people who's flashing they. You know, I don't even know what the fuck. They just flashing their chest at this point because they got this fucking surgery done. And this surgery, I guess, is hinting at, you know, the LGBT, LGBT. Look, man, whatever the fuck y'all name is, man. It's hitting at them people. <laughs> it's hitting at that group of people. But they also say it's some straight people doing it as well. But this, this, these videos, these clips are accessible to anybody, kids. Any fucking body can see this trend of people going around getting these top surgeries. And that's why I have to say, okay, hold the fuck on. Because kids have an impressionable mind. Like, niggas is talking about what, what the cartoons and shit is, uh, is doing to influence kids. I, as a, When I was a kid, I didn't get easily influenced by cartoons. I'm just going to be honest with you. I didn't really even watch cartoons. Like, I was watching live action shows. I was watching Jamie Foxx. I was watching, you know what I'm saying, Martin show when I was growing up. That's probably why I'm so fucked up now. I didn't really have a normal fucking childhood. But I was more so influenced by, other, by real people, what other people were doing. So I think this is far more dangerous than any fucking cartoon you can come across. When you're on TikTok as a kid and you're just scrolling and you're seeing all these motherfucking people just getting this top surgery done and you see all these people even expressing how, if they're gay, if they're straight, anything. When you're seeing this, you become impressionable to that. You just do. Like motherfuckers go see the new, a nigga go buy the new pair of J's. You gonna see a lot of niggas getting them J's. When you start seeing when you start seeing the health culture and motherfuckers getting fit, going vegan, this plant-based shit, when you see everybody doing that, you that shit is impressionable. That make motherfuckers want to try certain shit. And when you as a kid, when you're on TikTok and you see this top surgery shit, there's going to be kids who just want to do it because they may think it looks cool. Like we have we we can't be naive to the fact that that happens. That shit happens. And this is where I had to think about, damn, Kanye was fucking right. He don't want his kids on TikTok, not because what they're going to do, because what they're going to be exposed to. And then I want to say, I'm not against anybody making decisions for their own body once they reach a, you know what I'm saying, a certain age. Once you reach 18, I think you, I think it's fair game. I think it's fair game. Once you reach 18 and you handling your business as an adult, it's fair game. You can do what you want with your body. But I, I do think that there should be things that shouldn't be accessible to kids. And I don't even, you know, like I said, you got the whole the shit that be in the cartoons and shit like that. 
Shit like this on TikTok, I don't think should be accessible to kids, my nigga. I think that's where the line is kind of, it's kind of you crossing the motherfucking line because that's that's like that's quote unquote disfiguring someone's body. That's 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 a that's a a step that a motherfucker can't take back. It's basically what I'm saying. It goes back to the whole D Wade um, son when he 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 wants to be a girl and he wants to, he, the rumors were going he wants to chop his dick off. I have no problem with you being gay, my nigga. Go ahead and be gay. Go ahead and say you want to, when you get older, chop your shit off. But that's not a step a motherfucker should be taking or even thinking about as a kid. As a kid, there's certain things that you shouldn't even be thinking about. And there's certain things you shouldn't even be seeing. Like, it, we, we way past kids coming across porn. We way past, you know what I'm saying, kids coming across shit like that. When you're coming across some shit that can change a, a person's entire, you, they, can, they can disfigure someone's body or it can change how they even view life and view themselves. That's where you're crossing the line, bro. Because you're not just impacting yourself. You're impacting other people's kids. And as somebody who don't even have kids, I can see where there's a fucking problem with that. And we can't be sensitive to the fact that these kids are impressionable as fuck. And if they're seeing motherfuckers chopping their titties off, thinking it's a new trend, a new wave, that shit can have a, a, some huge fucking uh, uh, negative, uh, imp, uh, negative, um, negative, negative, uh, just negative ways about life when you, when you when kids tapping into that type of culture, man. So I really think this top surgery trend on fucking TikTok is crazy. If you don't know what it is, please go check that shit out. It's some of the wildest shit you you'll ever fucking see. And it's not because people are gay or straight or lesbian or transgender. It's not because of that. It's because this shit is being done, and kids can just click on this shit without even thinking twice. It, it, it truly is some wild ass shit, bro. It's twenty twenty two. I can only imagine what the fuck 2025 gonna be like. It's getting this this life shit getting worse and worse, my G. I ain't gonna fucking lie to you. But did Kanye West have a point? I think he did. <laughs> I truly think he motherfucking did, man. Um, moving on. You know, we all fucking right. I think so. <laughs> we all fucking. You know what I mean? I truly want to know. Who pissed God off to where he thought STDs was necessary? Like, 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 how can he make the vagina look and feel like that and then say, hmm, you know what would be nice? <laughs> that pack, that shit. What did, who pissed him off? What was that young lady's name? Like, who pissed him off, G? <laughs> like, how can you make the pussy look and feel like that? And then throw some fucking spice in it. What are you doing, Jesus? What are you doing? You, you, you a wild boy for that, ain't you? You, you a wild boy. Like, what was the young lady's name that pissed him off back in the day? So where he said, you know what? I got something for you, bitch. <laughs> like, what was going on in God's mind? It's so many. You never just sat back and thought about that. Like, why the fuck does STDs exist? Why? Wow! You know, do, do you know how fucked up it is out here? It is fucked up, my nigga. It is fucked up. Now, I'm gonna take you behind the curtain. Maybe a little bit too much information, but I've been in a situation before. You know what I'm saying with a young lady who I got to a relationship with, and you know what I'm saying. I thought shit was cool. I I don't get into relationships like that, but I want to settle down. I want to change my ways. 
and you get a girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? Ultimately, y'all start fucking raw. Bitch got me. The bitch burned the boy. I'm good now. I was good a week and a half later. <laughs> but the bitch burned me. My life was in shambles. I was going through it to the point where now, anytime I even fuck with a condom on, I'm running my ass like Usain Bolt to the motherfucking me uh, testing center. But every time I'm sitting there, even when I come back clean and shit like that, like I know I will, even with that, I always sit in that lobby like, what the fuck was God thinking when he said STDs was a good fucking decision? Why did you make that, bro? Like, why did you make that? <laughs> like, out of all the things in the world, I want to say thank you for ice cream. I want to say thank you for, 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 for currency, the internet. I want to say thank you for all this shit. But STDs, bro? What the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck, God? Why did he do this to us? At, that certain shit just shouldn't exist. Certain, like dinosaurs, they shouldn't exist. You got rid of them motherfuckers. Get them the fuck out the paint. But STDs, it's time to come around with a, with a, with a one-shot a one shot cure that just cured the whole world of STDs. So we can all just be out here living our life la vida fucking loca. But it's, you got to live life on the fucking edge. You got to think about every motherfucking thing nowadays. I, I truly want to know what the fuck he was thinking. Please send me a motherfucking email, bro. <laughs> Let a nigga know what the fuck is going on. Because that shit is out of pocket, B. We got to have a real conversation about that shit, God. God damn. <laughs> real motherfucking talk, man. Um, <laughs> Moving on. You know. I want to talk about this case that I came across. It happened a few years. It happened down there 10 years ago. My senior year of high school, you know, this case took place and I never knew about it. I was on TikTok once a motherfucking game and somebody posted the surveillance camera from this case. And it just caught my eye because it was some it was some weird shit. And I want to talk about the Philip Chisholm's case because it, it kind of ties into the it kind of ties into the, the, the case I talked about earlier with um, Frank James and the whole Brooklyn sub, Brooklyn subway shooting. Kind of, sort of, but you know I'm going to make a way to make this shit make sense. It's Philip Chisholm's case. Well, I do want to say rest in peace to Colleen Ritzer, uh, who was a math teacher um, who was killed in this incident by one of her students. Watching the surveillance cam, from what I've seen, this is how I got introduced to the case. She walked out was going to the bathroom and he followed her into the bathroom, strangled her, raped her, stabbed her, and carried her fucking body out in a trash can. Like, what the fuck? At school. He did all this shit at school. Like, do y'all understand? He did this shit at school. So that really had me like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck did she do that made this nigga that mad to where that's what the fuck he decided to do? And it really doesn't matter, but it's like to do some shit like that at school, to do some shit like that period is wild as fuck. But for a nigga to do some shit like this at school, that's fucking alarming. But when you see the surveillance camera capturing this woman's last moments, you know, it's her interacting with people in the hallway, um, her walking through the hall, smiling and shit like that. People say how much she loved her job, just helping kids. And to know that that's how her life ended by one of her students. In a, in, a, in a women's bathroom, it's fucking crazy. 
But the case is so wild to me because the dude was only 14 years old. And it goes to what I was saying earlier about it's so much evil and hatred in this world, in this country specifically, that it, it, it blows my mind the shit that I hear. I can only think about when I was 14 years old, fam. When I was 14 years old, like, yeah, I, a teacher couldn't say, a teacher couldn't tell me to do shit in, 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 a, in, a, in a forceful way, but I never thought about killing nobody. I never thought about raping no fucking body. To think that this nigga, Philip Chisholm, was 14 years old when he did this? And, of course, he got sentenced to life um, with the possibility of parole. After 40 years, he'll be able to be, get out at, uh, I think they said 54, if he gets uh, if he gets approved with his uh, his uh, his parole. Because they say the only reason they give him parole is because they said he, at, there is a chance at redemption since he was only 14 years old. But I just talked about a few weeks ago about the whole Tory Craig situation. Sometimes, to me, when when age is the reason, and when age is the excuse given to why certain shit is done, that's nothing but an excuse. That's not, that's not a valid reasoning. You killing and raping a woman at 14 years old, I'm not going to look at you any different when you're 54, my nigga. Because certain shit just never even popped in my head to do. Certain shit you know is wrong. Certain shit you know is just over it's over the limit like certain shit just that's a no-go and to know that this nigga was 14 years old raped strangled stabbed his math teacher and carried her out in a trash can this shit was pre this is premeditated that's this shit is beyond evil and that's why i sit back like yo my nigga what is going on in the world to where this is what people is doing. <coughs> Excuse me. What's going on in the world? Who is raising these motherfuckers? What is these people's background? What, what, what is making these people fucking swip, uh, flip like that? What is it? Like, what, really, what the fuck is it? And like I said, this happened back in 2013. It's 2022 now. This is an old-ass case. He's been in jail for nine motherfucking years now. This nigga, like, he's 23 years old at this point, if not about to turn 23. He's a grown-ass motherfucking man now. But he still has to answer for that shit. And, I, and if, if, if I had any say-so in it, he would never fucking get out. You're a monster. I don't give a fuck. Bro, I don't give a fuck. You're a monster. Because a nigga that can do some shit like this at 14 years old, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't strike my mind that he can't do some shit like this when he turns... 62 years old, like Frank James. That may be, and that may be a reach for some of y'all, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, um, it doesn't, it's not out of the realm of possibility for me that a nigga at 14 years old could rape and kill his math teacher won't be a fucking menace when he's up in age. When we have a case of a nigga 62 years old that just committed this terrorist attack. How much more information do you need from a nigga to know this nigga should never be out? How much? How much? And I got niggas in my family who, you know what I'm saying, did a long ass bid, got out on parole and shit like that. I got niggas in my family that, 
You know what I'm saying? And then did some shit. Put in some work. I don't fuck with them niggas. I, I don't want shit to do with them niggas, tell you the truth. But I know motherfuckers personally who's walked this walk. And I and my, my thought has not changed. What do you need to see from a nigga to know this nigga is evil? This, that, that case is crazy, my niggas. I encourage everybody to go check that case out. Like real motherfucking talk. Because it opens your eyes up to what's really going on. It opens your eyes up to, to think about the people you went to school with. It opens your mind up about the fucking, the uh, the pathways that motherfuckers take in life and how you can just go down the wrong motherfucking path real motherfucking fast. And in the case of this Philip Chisholm's case, to, to, to see a, a woman getting strangled and, 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 and raped and stabbed by one of her students is fucking crazy. That's some of the craziest shit I think I done read in a long motherfucking time, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. To see a 14-year-old student stalk his motherfucking math teacher into the bathroom and and, and and do her like that? Nah, bro. Certain shit just, you know what I'm saying? Certain shit, when you hear certain levels of evil and hatred, it 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 makes you take a step back. I did the same thing with this film Chisholm's case. The same way I react to this motherfucking me Frank James case. When you see certain levels of hatred, and evil, fam. It 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 makes you really just want to sit your ass in the house and not do a motherfucking thing. Cause these motherfuckers, I heard, is crazy, my nigga. It truly is motherfucking crazy. Um, moving on, <laughs> moving on, man. Um, you know, I want to talk about porn stars having personality. <laughs> Now, look, I knew I was fucked up in the head when I started following my favorite porn stars on TikTok. <laughs> like, I knew I was kind of fucked up in the head after that. Like, oh, she got personality? Oh, <laughs> oh, look, she funny, too. She, she suck a mean dick and she funny. Hmm. <laughs> look at her. But it's like, I knew I had a problem. And I just kept hitting that follow button on every single porn star that I knew and I found. I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay, they not doing no. They not. They not just on the shaking their ass. These whole, these women is doing skits. Like when I'm, I'm literally watching porn stars do skits and having a, and thinking it's funny. But it blows my mind that I'm at the point in my life to where that's what I'm looking for for entertainment. I ain't looking at fucking looking for Michael B. Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Or Holly Berry. You know what I'm saying? I ain't looking at nobody who's really getting paid to entertain for entertainment. I'm looking at I'm looking for women who I've seen get they fucking back blown out on a fucking 55 inch TV. <laughs> I pull that shit on my smart TV like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's what the fuck is coming down to. Like these porn stars is really fucking funny. Like, I never even thought about like growing up. I never thought about porn stars as being like normal fucking people. I'm gonna be honest with you. I always thought they was like they own little cult type people. But like the older I get, the more women I know who got OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? The more women I know who do the grip trick on me. <laughs> I slowly start to see porn stars normal fucking people. Like I accept that. Like I'm I, as I get older, I accept that. Certain motherfuckers just do certain things. It's see the motherfuckers go to work, work a nine to five, 
motherfuckers sell drugs or a motherfucker sell their pussy. Motherfuckers sell their dick. It, it, that's just the way of life. And the older I get, I, I slowly but surely start to understand sex sales, and that's been that's been the that's been like the number one hustle since day fucking one. So at the older I get, I just I just say it is what the fuck it is. But I feel like I'm getting way too comfortable. <laughs> I'm getting way too comfortable trying to befriend these motherfuckers. Trying to motherfucking me, you know, tap in with them and and, and watch their skits and and look at, and enjoy their personality to the point where I forget that this bitch was just sucking mad dicks last night. <laughs> like she on only she on she on OnlyFans going crazy with like seven different niggas, seven different niggas. But she waking up the next morning doing the fucking pizza delivery skit. Like this shit is crazy. <laughs> like this shit is crazy. And shout out to you, girl. You know who the fuck you are. <laughs> you be going crazy, but it's like I have a problem. <laughs> I have a problem. Like th- th- this whole sex world shit is, is blowing my mind. I've, I I gotta get off TikTok. <laughs> I have to get off this TikTok shit, fam. Because these porn stars is really, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> they really giving it the fuck up in all aspects of life, sexually. Comedically, like I'm a big fan of these motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm a huge motherfucking fan now, and it's, it's, it's driving me crazy. <laughs> it's truly driving me motherfucking crazy, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck, <no. laughs> uh, moving on, man. <laughs> moving on. Um, you know, I want to get into this this Benzino shit, man. You know, there's been a lot of shit coming out about Benzino these last couple of days, man. And um, if you don't know who Benzino is, if you my age, then you probably know Benzino from Love and Hip Hop. Um, Benzino, he ran the source back in it. I think it was the source. Damn, was it the source, fam? I think it was the source, but don't quote me on that. He was he rapped too. Nigga had beef with Eminem. Like, come on now. Nigga had beef with Eminem. Who gives a fuck about that? But he had beef with Eminem. You know, you my age, you probably know him from Love and Hip Hop, running with Stevie J and them doing a wild ass shit. But he was old as fuck then. Nigga was like 40 something then. So he probably in his 50s. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't, I don't even care to look up his age, but Ben's, you know, probably in his 50s. But I came across this video of Benzino getting arrested. And getting arrested because his chick was, well, his baby mama, let's say, was with another dude walking in the park, and allegedly Benzino started going crazy, punching old dude car, and all that good shit. And he got arrested. His baby mama snitched on him, said, "Yeah, he did that shit. <laughs> That's fucked up to have a baby by a woman. She snitch on you for just easily as fuck. It had to hurt. But to see all that shit play out, you know, so you just chalk it up as like, you know what, it is what it is type shit. He was just." Bad day, you know what I'm saying? Wrong place, wrong time, bad day type shit. But it's just certain things when you in your 50s, I would think that you you just wouldn't do. Like you, I, when I'm 50, bro, I don't want to be running down on my baby mama. I, You shouldn't even have a baby mama at 50, my boy. I'm be honest with you. You really shouldn't even have a baby mama at 50. That should be your wife. That should be, you know, your fiance at least. And if you don't believe in paperwork, that should be your wife, you know what I'm saying, on, on, a, on a certain level, y'all understand, that's your wife. So I don't want to be 50 years old with a baby mama. 
And I don't expect to be 50 years old running down on niggas in the parks trying to fight over my baby mama. But that's what Benzino's going through. So I tried to chalk that up. I wasn't going to bring it up on the podcast. But I came across more information today about Benzino. 50 Cent actually posted this shit. Now, how 50 come across all this shit is it, it, crazy to me. 50 Cent might as well start a fucking blog and damn stuff. Start him off with me uh, uh, um, a shade room. his damn stuff. Dude be having all the motherfucking tea on every motherfucking body. <laughs> Dude be posting everybody. Bitch. That's my nigga. But he posted this video earlier today about um, this woman. She was a transgender woman. I didn't know she was transgender, but news come up that she's a transgender. And she's on the phone with Benzino and she's recording Benzino. And Benzino is like, yo, man, you got me looking crazy out here. Like, niggas, motherfuckers ain't looking at you like you crazy. They're looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, how could you do this to me type shit? And I'm just sitting back like, yo, goddamn. Like, this nigga's really going through one hell of a midlife crisis. Because when you when you in your 50s, family, you getting caught up fucking with, with transgenders and shit on the low, like, well, bro, you're wilding out right now. You living the fast life, ain't you, Benzino? And for, for people who don't know from from my age group, this is fucking, um, what's the girl name? What's the girl name? Skinny girl. Real skinny girl. Real Coy LeRae. I think that's her name, Coy LeRae, right? Yeah, I think Coy LeRae. This is her father. The big neck nigga. Light-skinned nigga with the, with the crazy-ass neck. Was the first nigga I knew with a crazy-ass neck. But to see that this nigga's in his mid-50s and there's videos coming out of this nigga being recorded by some transgenders on some young buck shit, like, fam, you're wilding out right, right now, Benzino. A legend. <laughs> All this is, a, is allegedly, by the way. I ain't trying to get no more for cease and desist on me. But it's like, there's so much wrong with that. Because... I'm a nigga, if I got certain shit to say, talk to talk about on my on, on a call, and certain shit that I don't want to be, you know, won't won't repeat it back to me. I don't say certain shit over the phone. I don't say certain shit throughout text. I don't there's certain shit that as somebody of stature like Benzino is, somebody who has a, a child in the public light, he has to be more careful and understanding, bro. You can't be trusting motherfuckers like that. But if you fucking around with this this transgender allegedly, and you don't want motherfuckers to know about that, you need to take more proper steps, my nigga, and trying to hide that, because you just openly on the on the, on the phone having a conversation with her about this shit, not thinking there's a way she's gonna be recording this. It's kind of stupid on your part. Now it is flagrant and wild of her to be doing that because those conversations are supposed to be personal and shit like that. Yadi motherfucking y'all. But you gotta blame the nigga that's putting himself in this position. Because, bro, if you fucking with motherfuckers you don't want motherfuckers to know about, you need to be a little bit more, you know what I'm saying, a little bit more diligent in your approach with this shit. Because not only is it coming out you fighting over your baby mama in parks, but now you on the down low? Allegedly? Come on, Benzino. Like, you you too old. It's just the, the moral of the motherfucking story is, bro, you too old for certain topics and certain narratives to be attached to your name. You moving around, you in your fucking 30s or something. You, you, you a fucking grandpa damn near. You can't be out here moving around on the down low. You can't be out here running around trying to fight random niggas in the park over a bitch that don't even want you no more. 
Oh, damn, I said the bitch. Oh, a woman don't even want you no more. Like it comes a certain point in time where niggas gotta grow up, fam. And if you ain't grow up by the time you in your fifties, bro, you would never fucking grow up. You 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 moving like a real little nigga at this point, Benzie. I ain't gonna lie to you. A wild, freaky little nigga, but a little nigga indeed. <laughs> a little nigga in motherfucking deed, man. I just want to know what Coy and Ray think about this shit. I, I truly motherfucking do. She's clearly the motherfucking me, uh, the popping figure in that family now. I want to see how this, how this is going to impact her and what she got to say about this. Even if she, if she gonna, I probably, uh, she probably ain't gonna have to speak about this shit. But I do want to see how, you know, what I mean, this shit kind of uh, affect her in some way because. And when you got videos and stuff like this coming out about your peoples, your parents and shit, that shit kind of, it probably hit a lot different. You know what I'm saying? That shit probably hit a whole lot motherfucking me differently, but real motherfucking talk. Excuse me, but we shall motherfucking see. We shall motherfucking see. Um, Moving on. Let's go ahead and get into the the, uh, the NBA play-in tournament, man. That shit going on right now. Uh, the fucking Hawks game just went off not too long ago. The Hawks beat the shit out of Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? They beat the shit out of Charlotte. Um, last night, you had the fucking uh, Brooklyn Nets versus the Cavaliers. Kyrie and KD went crazy. Kyrie made his first 12 shots. Him and KD was out there getting buckets and getting hella assists. Uh, the Cavaliers, they, they, they fought back. They fought valiantly, but they didn't have Jared Allen. I really think they had Jared Allen. And I think it, it probably would have been a different game just because they could have ran that three-center lineup out there. And they probably could have impacted a little bit more on the defensive end. And also, he's, he was an all-star. Him being out, though, it is kind of crazy because him and um, what's the old boy named John Collins? I think they said these niggas had fractured fingers, man. I'm not, I don't be wanting to call niggas pussy, but it's like, fair. I grew up watching Kobe, bro. I grew up watching Kobe, bro. Like the whole Anthony Davis shit where he was out for like, Eight weeks off a fucking foot sprain. I never heard of a nigga missing that amount of time or missing any time over a sprained foot. So it's like when these niggas come out with these injuries, like the whole John Collins and um, what's the boy name I just said? Um, Jerry Allen. When these niggas is missing not only 16, 17 regular season games, but you missing playoff games for a fucking fractured finger. And none of you, neither one of y'all niggas is really getting paid off shooting the ball. It it, it kind of blows my mind. It's like, damn, bro, the Kobe was really the last of a fucking dying breed. Like I, 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 I just I, I can't I can't imagine Kobe rest in peace his soul leave not playing in a playoff game, not playing in a regular season game, let alone with a fractured finger. I seen Kobe play, finish a game with a torn rotator cuff. And just start shooting with his left. Didn't lead a game. Kobe had a, Kobe got his fucking nose broke and still played in the game. So to see these niggas missing valuable games, fam. Like if the Cavaliers lose to um, what is it, Friday? If they if they lose Friday to uh who do they play? Atlanta. If they lose to Atlanta, that season's over. And they didn't have their all-star center. For a pivotal game, for one of the biggest games of the season, like that, that shit kind of blows me away a little bit. But the games was good, you know. what I'm saying Darius Garland went crazy. Um, they, like I said, the Cavaliers fought violently. They was down by at least 21 at the end of the first quarter. 
But they came back and cut it down to six with like five. I mean, cut it down to five like six minutes to go or something like that. And it was it was a good game. Then you followed that up with the um, shit. Who else played last night? What was the game after that? Oh, Minnesota Timberwolves versus the Clippers. <laughs> that game was good as fuck. You know, so you got the whole Pat Beverly versus the Clippers aspect of the game. You got who I think is the, the coldest little nigga in the game right now, Anthony Edwards. I told you on this podcast time and time again, it's only two niggas in the NBA right now who I really want to go see and spend my hard-earned money on, and that's John Morant and Anthony Edwards. I've seen everybody else, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, um, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Anthony Davis. I've seen all these niggas in person. I've seen all, it, all these niggas. There's only two people I really want to see, and then I'd be cool. And it's Anthony Edwards and John Morant. Ant went crazy. He went crazy. Dropped 30 in his first. They don't, it's not a playoff game, but playoff atmosphere. Dropped 30. D'Lo maturing right in front of our very eyes. He dropped 29, I believe. He was the closer for the game. Carl Anthony Towns was Carl Anthony Towns in a big game. He fouled out. Didn't really do much. But the Tampa Wolves still won. They, 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 they fought back. They kept going. And they, and they won that fucking game. They won my parlay for him. But the fun, the shit that got everybody talking, it's not even about how good the fucking game was. It's about the celebration that took place after the fact. <laughs> like, the celebration, it was funny as fuck when you got confetti falling, the crowd going crazy, Patrick Beverly and Anthony Edwards jumping up on the announcer tables, taking jerseys off, throwing that shit in the crowd. Pat Bev crying. They pan the fucking camera over to Carl Anthony Towns. He kissing his girlfriend. Like, motherfucker, you would thought they wanted chip. I was low-key jealous. I'm like, damn, we didn't, the Lakers didn't get shit like this in the bubble. <laughs> Lakers didn't get shit like this in the bubble. But the fucking Minnesota Timberwolves, they, they really won championship last night. Now I get everybody talking about the whole, you know what I'm saying? Talking about the whole, this day second time since 04. Make it to the playoffs. Last time they made it was back in 2018. True. True as fuck. But you literally would have thought the season ended and that the Minnesota Timberwolves won the fucking championship last night. How them niggas was acting? Confetti falling off a play-in game? A game where none of you niggas' stats actually go towards anything? That? And to think that you niggas didn't even eliminate the Clippers from going to the playoffs. Like, th- think about that. The Clippers could still be in the playoffs, fam. So to see Minnesota doing all that shit last night was some of the funniest shit in the fucking world. That was some of the funniest shit I've ever seen watching sports. To see a whole franchise, a whole fan base having a party like it's 1999 off a fucking play-in game is the funniest shit you'll ever, you'll, you'll ever come across watching professional sports. I ain't going to lie to you. Well, let's see what we got comment, what we got. Who made your pictures? I made my pictures. <laughs> I made my pictures. I look kind of follow my pigtails, don't I? I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> my hair getting too long. I don't like to shit in my face and all that shit, man. So I rock the pigtails until I get my shit done, which will be taking place this weekend, man. I got to get fly. I got to bring sexy back for the ladies. <laughs> I got to bring sexy back for the ladies. But no, honestly, that, that, that celebration last night, was some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it is it is commendable because it is Pat Bev doing what Pat Bev does. You expect that from him. But it, it was also funny to see that the only nigga who wasn't extremely 
going crazy and celebrating like everybody else was D'Angelo Russell. The same nigga who was recording his homeboy, his teammate, talking about cheating on his wife. The same nigga who did that. It's kind of crazy. Can you can we see your six day week result? <laughs> no, I'm not flash. Oh, I'm not flashing nobody. <laughs> I'm not flashing nobody. <laughs> this is you, you trying to get me striked? You trying to get me taken down? <laughs> you trying to get me taken down off the month me off the sites and shit? Nah, man. Send a DM though. Send a DM. <laughs> let's sw- let's swap some pics real quick. <laughs> but that game was that, that game is crazy. The NBA playing is really giving what it's trying to give. I'm not a big fan of it, obviously, but it is giving what it's supposed to give. It's, it's entertaining. Uh, right now, you got the Spurs and the who are they playing? Spurs and the Pelicans playing right now. I'm gonna tap in with that game when I get off here with you guys. Uh, but it's giving what it's supposed to give, man. Like I said, Atlanta beat the fuck out of um, uh, Charlotte today. I really was hoping Lamelo Ball can have a, a bounce back play in game, like besides what he did last last year. But it's giving what it's supposed to give. It is gearing everybody up for the playoffs. Uh, I hope they get rid of this shit eventually, though. Like I don't really, I'm not a big fan of, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of, of giving niggas who really don't deserve to be in the playoffs another chance at being in the playoffs, like. If you the tenth seed, you ninth seed, like bro, I'm not really trying to watch you play basketball. But I will say these last two years, including last year with LeBron hitting the buzz, the, the game went over Steph Curry and shit like that. I see what the NBA is doing, but I can honestly say I'm, I'm starting to really fuck with. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, but that's all I got, really. Like I said, later we gotta see who, who comes out tonight with the Spurs and Pelicans to see what's gonna take place going forward. Uh, but that's all I got on the motherfucking docket, bro. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. That's all I motherfucking got. Uh. I do want to say this though. I do want to say this just because. Hold on, let me see. Uh, Jana, you're not seeing my tits. <laughs> Jana, stop trying to see my tits, yo. <laughs> um, but I do want to say this though to everybody, you know, to the people that came in, tapped in, joined the conversation, man. I truly appreciate y'all joining this live stream. Um, I do appreciate everybody that tapped in last week as well. I do appreciate everybody who's still going on YouTube at OG Hash TV. And watching the full episodes, man, I truly appreciate that. Um, let's keep, let's like, let's get these likes up on these videos. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's get the engagement. Let's, let's keep building this community. Um, I'm saying brick by motherfucking me, brick, man. Let's let's keep doing this shit. As I told you at the top of the fucking episode, man, by the time we get to episode 100, I will be having some merch coming out for you guys. Uh, it, it, it won't be a huge fucking, a huge, um, what's a huge drop, I should say. It won't be a huge ass drop. I will just be having, a, you know, some shirts and hoodies and, Probably some skull catching shit for a few motherfuckers I actually really fuck with. People that's been supporting me since day one. I want to make sure I take care of them first and foremost because this this whole little project that I'm doing, this whole podcast shit, is really a passion project, bro. This is really something I really want to do, something I've been doing, something I really see myself taking it to a whole other level after we get out of phase one, which is at, uh, after we get through with 100 episodes. I think I'm going I'm to take this shit a whole other level, but I want to make sure I take care of the people who've really been helping me build this platform and keep my confidence up throughout this whole fucking process man y'all been tapping since day fucking one so i will be having merch coming out real fucking soon for you guys um and i will be having a new i will make a website for this shit as well uh, so we can all have a, a community hub to go through i know right now my shit is all over the place you can find me on facebook instagram twitter and all that good shit but i want to make an actual central hub for all the friends of the show to come onto the podcast and you know what I'm saying, and, and, and talk and engage with each other and keep building this fucking environment because we all think alike, 
We talk alike. We sound alike. That's why we all in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? The views is the views for a reason. You know what I'm saying? The streams for this podcast is the streams for a reason. We all fuck with each other. We all think alike. So I want to make sure we all have one common place to go to to help keep building and expanding this fucking brand. Real motherfucking talk. Um, but with that said, you know what I'm saying? I do want to say, um, once again, shout out to everybody that's tapped in. All my day one listeners and my last time listeners, shout out to you as well. Um, tap into the podcast and on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Audio Mac, um, OG Hash TV on YouTube, all that good shit, man. Pull the fuck up. You know I'm there. Tap in, join the conversation, man. Let's keep building this empire brick by brick. Um, and you know I give it up, man. So I love these ways. Take this off the screen, please. Jesus Christ, that's throwing me off. She want to see my tits. <laughs> she want to see my tits, guys. But so I love these ways, you know what I'm saying? Never let them sidetrack with the bullshit. Always keep the main thing the main thing. Stay safe, stay sharp, stay sane. And I'll holler at y'all next week, man. We out this motherfucker. Peace. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. She want to see my tits. <laughs> she want to see my tits. They actually going away. <laughs> I've been in the gym going crazy. <laughs> Fucking crazy, yo. <laughs> I'm out this motherfucker. I'm out. Try next week, man. I'm out.